The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you whine, you just go... Yeah, like stick your nose in it. Then you act like you know something about yeah. it, and you go, oh, is this a hokey undertone? It's an early grape, or Ooh. it's a late grape. So this looks like a mid-year. Okay, so I have to drive to Louisville to yeah. find out how I drink things, yeah. and then drive back, and then I can talk to you about it. Yeah, and maybe lose the collared shirt, you uppity a-hole. <laughs> I didn't wear a hat. Isn't that the thing there? The big, uh, big that floppy hat for the Derby. Spent some time, uh, laughed at the graves of some horses there. Give an old twenty-one gun salute. Yeah, <laughs> middle line, lined up twenty-one horses. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you where it is, Louisville, Kentucky. You idiot, Eastern Seaboarder. You Midwestern buffoon. Is, am I? Am I just you big dumb ogre? Still recovering from that beatdown. I don't. I don't know what what caused that. Where that came from. I, I don't think I ever said a bad thing about bourbon in my life. Hey, yeah, I did. Climb up on the pedestal and make sure you knew where you were <laughs> right, as the Canadian whiskey-drinking scum of this I had, podcast. I nearly sent you a picture of a, a glass of Canadian whiskey I was drinking last night. I haven't had it. You might as well have sent me a picture of <laughs> puddle water that you were licking like a, like a rabid raccoon who yeah. hadn't had sustenance in days, Steve. A, like a picture of me just slapping your loved ones in the face, because that's a, essentially what it what it was doing. It was funny. I was at... Um, I may as well jump right into some discussion here. I had my yearly physical oh, yesterday. Oh, 30... Uh, you're what now, Steve? 36? 39. 39. Almost nailed it. Happy birthday. Thank you. Can't be said enough. Can't be said enough. Just... Three, uh, yeah, three months after my birthday, uh, three years and three months after my thirty-sixth birthday. You're welcome. <laughs> so I was at the. That's you're coming up on the big ones. Yeah, so that that's part of what um, I was late getting my uh, getting my physical this year by like eight months because I had gotten a physical in January of nineteen, and then I had to go to the doctor for something last December. So I said to them, when I called them to make an appointment, I was like, hey, I know I'm just about due for a physical. Can I just get my physical when I'm there? Two birds with one stone. And they said, yeah, no problem. So I go I go there last December, and they were going to do the physical. And then the nurse came in. She's like, oh, well, technically you had your other you already had a physical in this calendar year oh goody so your insurance company won't approve it i'm like that's why i called i could have waited another two weeks yeah but i i think it was when i was on vacation so i just i had the time i was like why not do it now 
And uh, <sighs> so then, of course, I was like, oh, I'll just schedule it again. Never did. So a month ago, I was like, you know, I should actually get my physical this year. So I got my physical and uh, clean bill of health once again. Oh, we're happy to hear it. Well, Steve. I guess I don't really know. I haven't gotten it. They want me to get like oh. blood work and all that. So I could be dying. So he looked at you and said, you're alive. He looked at me. Yeah, they did the ear test. I raised my hand five times to say, yeah, I hear the I hear the beep. I hear the tone. Wow, boy. It sounds like you really got the once over. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, um, they, I'm a little disappointed, though. They didn't take out the little rubber hammer and tap my kneecap to see if uh, what? to see if I still have reflexes. What type of crappy non-physical <laughs> is this? The it, knee check is is paramount, yeah, to the physical. What about is it more paramount to the? Uh, all right, breathe in, breathe out. All right, move the stethoscope yeah. to a different part. Breathe in, breathe out. Okay, oh, you sound like a sound like a well oiled machine there. Yeah, and I'm guessing that is. I, I think are they looking for like heart murmurs there? I believe. I don't know. Maybe the fluid in the lungs or something. Don't know. No idea. Hmm. I just I trust that my medical professional knows what he's doing. Um, so he um, I don't know if you heard it, but doctors are the enemy now, so you should be <laughs> yeah, very right? skeptical. You know something? I took a stand yesterday at the doctor, and I felt pretty good about it. Okay, because- hang on. So we got defiant Steve minutes away from tugging down his shorts and coughing, <laughs> and we got a defiant Steve in the doctor's I mean, office. This is one that everybody will be able to. Everyone will stand up and cheer at this one because you know the um, the monotonous task of when you get to the doctor and they do the. Now it's a little bit different now. You pull up out front, you wait in your car. They come out, do the okay, so uh, the temperature, temperature you. yeah, um, and a like a verbal checklist. Uh, have you yeah. been around anybody with this? Have you had any cough and blah 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 blah? Yeah, because of uh, because of COVID. So the woman came out to my car. She did all of that and then handed me the dreaded clipboard mm. where you have to enter a life, a lifetime's worth of medical information, which purely absurd. I am. I am so angry that in the year 2020, she's not handing me an iPad so I can do, 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 do. And then it's in the system. No, no, no. I'm getting the piece of paper on a clipboard. That piece of paper, which is no doubt a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy, of a photocopy because the the type is all fuzzy, like it's a little bit askew. Have like the corners are kind of cut off because whoever put it on the on the machine on the copier didn't line it up quite right. So everything is just everything annoys me about that. So I started, I put my name on the top of the paper and then she, she ended up having to walk back out to say like, Oh, one more thing. I'll, you know, I'll come out and get you when, when we're ready. So I said to her, I was like, hold on a second. This paper, nothing on this has changed since last year. Like absolutely nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing at all. My medical history, like the seizure that I had in 1996 Still was 1996. Yes. Still 1996. Instead of 23 years ago, it's now. 24 years ago okay yeah so um do i have to do all of this Mm -hmm. and she kind of looked at me and she's like uh no just sign the bottom (laughs) and i was like you gotta be kidding me like it was that easy there's so many of these documents and a lot of them are like the family history ones are what frustrate me right my family history didn't change 
No. My mom's father still passed away at age 36 of a heart attack. Right. My dad's dad. Yeah. Whoa. 1961. Whoa. My dad's dad had heart disease runs in our family. Yeah. High blood pressure. Like, that is still there. Mm -hmm. My dad didn't, you know. And you know this. Yes. Because you have this paper. Yeah. You're my doctor. This should be in a system somewhere. Right. Like, my dad didn't wait until age 61 and decide to kick the blood pressure (laughs) issue. Right. You know? To me, it's maddening because my doctor's office, when you walk in there, it reminds me of any doctor's office I've ever been in. Mm Kind of dimly lit. The walls are that like tan color. Fluorescent. Fluorescent lights. lights. Why is that? There's the the counter with the glass shield. Yep. yep. Do they have to slide the door open? They got to slide. So when you walk in... They ignore you. Absolutely. That until you until I'm like doing jumping jacks in yeah. front of the window. Yeah. And then behind the people sitting at the desk, because there's probably three or four of them in that, you know, in like yeah, the, the little the, room. The station or whatever. Yeah. There are just floor to ceiling those bookshelves with like the cranks on them so they can slide them back and forth out of the way so they can shimmy in between them to find the reports and the records. And I just, I, it blows my mind that that is not all. When I walk in, I give my name, they type it into a computer yeah. and they say, okay, uh, you're, anything to add to your medical history? Is your insurance still the same? Nope. Yep. All right. You're good to go. Yeah. Have a seat. Why are those charts there? Can someone explain to me why there are physical copies there? You know what? I Here's what I would understand. I would understand like two pages per patient or whatever of the major medical issues in case there happens to be an, an outage of some mm-hmm. sorts and they can't or maybe access yeah maybe just a rundown of what was gone over the last time you were there right but i can promise you what you're not going to need if you're mid-appointment and the power goes out you're not going to need to know that lucy in 1988 came in for a sniffle yeah okay yeah that we could probably get rid of that paperwork or digitize yeah. it and shred it. I question this because my eye doctor is saying I have to whenever I call to either schedule an appointment or whatever. It's oh yeah, let me go pull your chart. I was like, oh my god! So they're going back into the stacks, right? Like you described. What do you mean pull my chart? Yeah, type in my name. Yeah, my eyeballs are still there. <laughs> I need to schedule an appointment. You don't need my chart. So the one place, and as much as people would. I mean, my dentist still has the stacks, right? Mm-hmm. And I think all, so all medical offices do. But at least the bare minimum, the only thing they ask me when I go in there is, anything different with your teeth this year? I don't know. I guess you'll tell me because like, you're the teeth expert. Like, well, I chomped on foil the other day and it did hurt. <laughs> right. But, like, that's so much better for me than doing the... Uh, do you have any issue? Have any history of uh, lung uh, collapsing? Seems like uh, says here that your B seven bicuspid had a hairline crack last time. Is that still there? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Is that next to the big one in the back or the <laughs> yeah. little one in the back? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, I've had two uh, two instances of defiance of medical defiance <laughs> in the last two weeks. Hang on. So, are you a new man now? Are you just a little like, bit? Are, are you thumbing your nose at the medical profession? No, no, no. no. Uh, especially, I want that to be abundantly clear at this time, that I'm not thumbing my nose at the medical profession, because I believe that the medical profession 
in in doing what they do in uh you know giving medical procedures and help and advice mm-hmm. perfect organizationally they're a nightmare yeah they're garbage yeah they should all be fired and a bunch of nerds should be brought in to digitize everything Well, people like you and i should be hired for that because we've talked about this before that you and i we don't accept a messy home yeah we we like our organ like you have your app of for your comic books yep, so you can yeah. so you can scroll through like i i like everything i like i like spreadsheets yeah i like order yeah i, I like i like, I, like my- I love being able to enter the formulas so i know like oh uh cell b4 and uh g8 yeah added together the average sum is blah blah blah. Yeah, I've got my my bookshelf alphabetized, my okay. movies alphabetized. All right, like so, you and I need to break into the medical field, and <laughs> but no, here's what we need because I don't want to do the actual work. We need to do like I need to a in- medical office version of Scared Straight. So you and I walk in. <laughs> oh no no, and no, we can no. start whipping no, files not, across. Not the Scared room. Straight. It's got to be like um, uh, bar, bar rescue. rescue. Yeah, yeah, with John Taffer. Yeah, so. But there's two of us, so one of us needs to be good cop, bad cop, and then that's going to intermittently change. Well, I, I think we know that you're the bad cop. No, but we need to change with no warning. So okay. one episode, I'm walking out, I'm going, hey, guys, like look at all of this paper waste. And then you come in, you push down a stack of them. Go, this is unacceptable! <laughs> Just walk up and clock somebody in the head. Do you see what an earthquake could do? <laughs> and then I go, you know, I put my arm in front of your chest go, Steve, Steve. <laughs> It's okay. And then you say, sorry, he gets passionate. Yeah. And I say, he lost his whole family in an earthquake say, <laughs> because they were crushed by medical records. San Diego was 32 years ago, Steve. <laughs> and then the next week, I walk in and I kick the pencil drawer on top of a desk and say, are you trying to kill everybody <laughs> in this office? And, yeah. So, yeah, we need to go in and get all of these medical offices on the new way to do things, which is... right. Either that, or we just need to invent the process. Like, spend a couple thousand bucks. We'll we'll hire a nerd mm-hmm. to invent a program that, like, I don't know, has a scanner built in. And you just yeah. do, and then we sell it, mm-hmm. and we make millions off. of it. I was going to say, it seems like it has because been invented. That way, we don't really do any of the yeah, work. Our names are attached. We're just yeah, yeah. It'll be the uh, the the Stylebot five thousand or yeah. something, and then in like five years, someone unveils like my tweets about horses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forced to divest myself of the company. No, 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 that's the thing. We're selling outright. We're getting out. We're getting the cash, but, and then we're we're just retiring. But we need to wait for someone like Google or Facebook no. or Amazon no, no, no. or uh, TikTok or whoever. Look, if we get more than five million, sell. Sell immediately. Five million. I was thinking six figures. You six figures each. That gives you a couple jeeps. Yeah, that gives me. A, okay. Now you know what I think. You're right. Look, five million, two and a half million a piece. Yeah. After taxes, of course. Yeah. That's enough for me. I don't Seven need any more. Figures than that. and we can retire. I don't need any more than that. Okay. So now we just need to con some loser nerd yeah. into doing the we'll work. Find, we'll go to the, the local community college, find a tech kid. Yeah. But we need to. I think the key is and and. It's really important that we give away all our good ideas. By the way, verbal trademark. Absolutely. Steer clear all of you, okay? (laughs) You're too late to the party. You're talking to the idea men here, Mm -hmm. okay? We have some of the greatest ideas and none of the ability to get it done that you will find. Unless your idea happens to be about a Jeep or a comic book. And then we could come up with the idea and probably complete it. Right. But 
we need to figure out a way, Steve, to get these records so that they can still access them offline. So just in case that for whatever reason, the doctor needs to know, hey, in 1993, little Lucy, uh, you know, no came in with a no cold. problem. We'll we'll figure out a way. What are they going to do with battery, the some kind office? of battery, some kind of battery backup uh, yeah. server server farm uh, there's some, is, that a, is that a term yeah there's some solar panel stuff in the world now too i think we're gonna be fine yeah just store all your medical records in your solar panels you'll yeah. be good shoot it up to the sun cloud mm-hmm. and then whenever you need it yeah you know you bring yeah. it down off the <laughs> sun uh, cloud off the elevator well no that's they just you have one person that's up yeah. in the cloud yep with all of the records yeah you need a record they just tie a parachute to it drop it down to you yeah it's like the uh, uh like when you're doing hay or whatever on a in a barn you know you throw it over like the big uh, bale goes over the top and yeah they roll it away and yep. i think that's how hay works yeah yeah and, yeah i can uh, and baling uh-huh yeah i mean all my all, all of our experience all my hay baling experience is that ever any, did you ever have any like be, hay baling experience no. no because i mean you and i weren't raised in rural areas no. we were born in but did you have any farm friends like hey they um, live a little bit out of town maybe not like you know an hour but they had no. property and some bar a barn and some animals no i mean now i do but like when i was growing up as a kid i didn't i didn't know anyone who had like hey come you know pet the goats or whatever right because i didn't mm-hmm. I, that, that seems like a, a nice easy like hey Who's that, you know, other 11-year-old friend of yours that looks to be young and strong and wouldn't hate throwing hay for free? <laughs> like, I feel like that's the go-to. Like, yeah, that's the one to get. Hey, you yeah. want to come over? And you think you're going to go be petting goats and, you know, chasing the cows and whatever. And next thing you know, you've got uh, hay being thrown at you from the top of a barn. Yeah. How did we get here? Yeah. Well, anyway, we're going to revolutionize the <laughs> medical field. Yeah. Remember, StyleBot 5000. Coming to a doctor near you verbal, verbal trademark. trademark yeah and it's coming to a doctor's office near you you won't realize it uh, unless one day you're going did you guys do something with this room <laughs> and you realize that all of those shelves with records are now gone yeah so steve you had your age 39 year physical uh-huh you went there yesterday you 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 thumbed your nose at the medical profession i did i said i will not fill this out again because you already know this but in fairness she seemed to be like okay with it right she did it was like i kind of felt like when i said that she was like oh no the secret is out well, they don't have to do this every year but we had to feel like we give them paperwork <laughs> every year so what are we going to do if other people hear about this yeah so yeah i had the um turns out i'm getting a sleep study because uh Whoa. Yeah, I, I snore quite a bit okay so is this okay now my mom has had some sleep studies over the years i know how these are typically laid out you've never had one i'm assuming mm-hmm. i would bet the odds of them saying at age 39 you need what a cpap mm-hmm. are probably higher than it should be yeah maybe um is that something you're popping on at night if they give me one and yeah. it makes me sleep better and I wake up feeling more refreshed, absolutely. Now, I don't want to be crass, Steve, yeah. because uh, it's it's not fair and that's not right. the and game. It's, and we, it's not it's not your not your way. It's not the game we play on this podcast. No, but you're 39. Yeah, married for uh, coming up on three years, right? Yep, coming up on three years. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You know, maybe a night you guys out for dinner, nice meal. Evelyn's, you know, either well, as, you know, asleep or whatever. You guys had a, a lovely day. Mm-hmm. 
if you cocktails, mm-hmm. you lay down in bed, Annette rolls over, maybe puts her hand across your chest, mm-hmm. and you <laughs> jam that mask over your nose and mouth. And <laughs> Sorry, say, dear. And say, see Time for hun. bed. <laughs> what do you think that's going to do to a mood? <laughs> oh, mood killer. Absolutely mood killer. Um, but Nothing says romance like a rumbling tank of oxygen <laughs> at the bed. Hey, well, to be clear, I'm not I'm not on oxygen. Wait, the CPAP's not pumping oxygen I in mean, it, it, the, Yeah, but like, I don't have an oxygen tank. I'm not that old yet. I guess I thought the CPAP, you put the mask on, and then you opened up the oxygen <laughs> open the, open tank. Open the valve. No, I think it basically just forces air through your face. So, um, so you breathe. So okay. You, so you breathe a little better. Wow. Um, and, and so in 2020, the CPAP is as close as we've gotten to helping that. I think so. Year. Yeah. They have gotten, I know they've gotten smaller. They've gotten more efficient. So it's basically, I mean, it's like, it would be like the size of a, an alarm clock if you had it on your bedside table mm-hmm. and it's just got a couple hoses and a mask. So yeah, I said to the doctor, I was like, man, my wife has been waking me up a lot lately telling me, like, I mean, I'm not just snoring. She said it sounds like I'm choking. Like, I'm waking up, like, I'm dying. So, like, is she nice about it? Like, giving you a shoulder, like, hey, hey, hey? Or is it more of a, a fist to the chest? It's not the nicest. Okay. Um, from, and I, I don't blame her. It's you know, two o'clock in the morning and I'm keep, she's a light sleeper. I'm a heavy sleeper. So like you can drop a pin and she'll wake up. Meanwhile, I'm sleeping through thunderstorms. I'm sleeping through the baby crying. You could have the tornado rip off the roof and you'd sleep right through it type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No problem. So, um, so I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't fault her at all. And it's, if I'm doing that, that means I'm not getting quality sleep. Right. So when she wakes me up, I roll over onto my side and I ended up, I ended up sleeping a lot better. So the doctor said, yeah, we got to, we'll get you a sleep study. So I, my experience hearing about this has been, you go to a place, you sleep there for the night, there's mm-hmm. doctors monitoring you. They wake you up a bunch of times. And, uh, so that's what I thought. And he's like, no, nah, they don't, that, they're phasing that out. That's, uh, they started phasing that stuff out like five years ago. Now that you just, they'll call you. They'll put a box in the mail and send you this thing. It's super easy. You hook it up. You wear it for a couple nights, mm-hmm. box it back up, ship it back to them. Really? But then on the way out the door, the nurse said, she said, yeah, they may do that, or they may actually come to your house and set it up for you. Oh, no, that's unacceptable. Yeah, I was like, I don't need that. No, just yeah. put, just send me a box, send me a, you know, a one-page instruction manual. Yeah, I'll either and, uh, go to the facility or... I will do... Uh, oh, I don't want to go to the facility. Yeah, or I'll do it myself. Those yeah. are the two options. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, so one option. Send it to me. Yep. I'll do it. Um, plug hose A into port B, no problem. So that's going to be happening at some point in the next um, couple of weeks, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Get me a little bit of uh, a little bit of relief on that. But he did say... Uh, how He's looking at my chart. Uh, how old are you? Let's see here. Okay, 39. Ooh. Means uh, next year it's the big uh, big prostate exam. So they're still doing that at forty. Doing huh? that at forty. Yeah. Wow. Because I had thought that they 
started pushing that back and saying, oh, you don't need that till 50 or 55. Well, in my case, there is a uh, somewhat of a history. Okay. So in, in the family. So the American Cancer Society, Steve, recommendations yes, for prostate cancers, uh, prostate cancer screening should take place at age 50 for men who are at average risk, 45 for men who are at high risk. Mm. So apparently I am like thermonuclear risk. Yeah, either that or uh, either that or Doc likes seeing some discomfort. <laughs> you know, Doc Doc likes getting his rocks off. Um, there, so. there has to be a doctor out there who, and I'm not talking you know perverted wise, mm. but who's like they're having a bad day or whatever, and they're like, you know what? Oh, At least I get to really make so and so uncomfortable later today <laughs> because they have to get a prostate exam. I mean, look, you have to, even in the worst jobs, you have to find that, that bright spot, that thing that makes you get through the day. So yeah, there's probably at least one out there. Hey, here's some news. Mm. Uh, one of the Google autofills is, does a prostate exam feel good? (laughs) Uh, long answer short. No. Okay. All right. Nope. Uh, might take just a few minutes, and the part you're dreading minutes. Is, the whole appointment might take minutes. Okay. The part you're dreading probably less than twenty seconds. Probably. What's he looking okay. for? A largemouth bass in there? We're not at the pond fishing. <laughs> what the heck, man? Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to put that on the pole. Is a twenty-second prostate exam too long? <laughs> yeah, please put that on the poll. By the way, the polls um, for the last week have not been working on Facebook. We've only yeah. been able to put them up. So if you, um, if normally you you vote on the polls at Facebook, go to at Stephen Kyle on Twitter, cast your vote there. I don't even think you need a nope. um, a Twitter account in order to vote on web polls. So. Yeah, there's already a couple up there, uh, including the newest one is a 20-second prostate exam too long. Yes, yeah, definitively. If that's not... Look, if this is the one that is not 100%, oh, Like, if they can tell that I don't have a hernia by grabbing my testicles for, like, a third of a second, mm-hmm. again, what's he searching for up there? I don't know. And I still find it hard to believe that there's not some kind of x-ray or other technical equipment. Yeah. If there's something more outdated than the prostate exam in terms of the Mm. medical profession, it's the CPAP machine. So it's good to see that you're on the forefront of both (laughs) both of the heights of medicine, Steve. (laughs) Well, the fact that if you do have a hernia, they don't even like cut you open. It's just like... They basically stick a tube in you. They run all their little like wires and things down through that tube. They sew you up and then boop, here you go. Here's a Band-Aid. Well, but we're in a day and age where they're using lasers to fix eyeballs. Yeah. And they're using, you know, they can check blood flow, you know, near your groin from a tube through your mouth type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, yet, nope, sorry, digit (laughs) up the backside. This is the only way to do it. It is Saturday, August 29th, 2020, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle Podcast, and you can mark this date on your calendars as the date that the Stephen Kyle Podcast really dated themselves, talking about CPAPs and prostate exams. How dare you? I've aged myself (laughs) plenty. This is you. Yeah. You need to own this one. Yeah, this one is me. This one, this one's definitely me. 
But yeah, so other than that, the uh, everything else clean. The appointment, good bill of health. appointment was good. Um, I like the doctor. He's a good man. He always, uh, you know, gives it to me straight. Good. And uh, are you are you the type of guy though? Because I, I can't stand these adults, right? Who it's. Oh, I got the doctor today. I hate the doctor. No. Because no, you're not seven. No, I mean, this time next year when I am an hour away from going to the appointment for yeah. my prostate exam. Then there'll be some nerves. Then there will be a little, uh, oh boy, I don't know about this. I'm not too sure. But uh, no, I, normally I have no problem with going to the doctor. I'm just like, it's a yearly thing. I go there and uh, typically good health. And the one thing I was I was happy to see when he was talking about the um, uh, the possibility of getting a CPAP or something mm-hmm. like that for the snoring, he said, "Well, you know, uh, a lot of times it's based on uh, it's based on weight gain." And then he looked at my chart and he's like, "No, oh, no, but you're actually down since the last time." I was hey. like, "Hey, look at that! Oh, guy's been working out apparently." All right? Yeah. I so, mean, apparently, in- I've lost a couple pounds. In fairness, I don't want to remove myself from the aging Steve and Kyle podcast. One week ago, I was getting a chiropractor recommendation from did you? you. I haven't yet. That is oh. on. It is on the to-do list. It is okay. happening. Did I give you the name? You did. Okay. Yeah, you texted right, it to good. me. So I'm going to reach out to them because that's kind of partway between here and work. So it would oh, be yeah. kind of nice for me to, hey, I'm already kind of on the way. The best thing about that place is how quickly you are in and out. Like right. even before COVID, they were super efficient. Walk in, check in at the desk, sit down. Within five minutes, doctor comes out, mm. brings you back. Hey, everything feeling the same? Or you have any any other issues? No, no, no. Lay down, crack, crack, crack. Stand up. All right, see you later. You're I in thought, and out of there in 15 minutes. Max. Wow. See, I thought you were about to say that they, uh, like the chair does it. Like walk in, <laughs> walk in, check in, sit down in the chair, have it cracked, and then she can out the door. Yeah, all of a sudden these straps come over your arms, and you're like, what the hell? It's like, <laughs> hey, feel pretty good. Now, the first the first appointment will be longer because they'll do x-rays. Okay. Um, but they'll do x-rays, and then based off the x-rays, they'll probably give you your first adjustment there. So over the over the first few weeks, don't be surprised if you're there like three or four times. Right. Getting to know them pretty good. Yeah. It's it's on the list, man. Yeah. I think in a few weeks, you're going to see me like doing the high jump. <laughs> yeah. And now, now when you go in there, be sure to drop sure, your name. Sure. Drop my name. I think you'll get like a little gift card in the mail. No, no, absolutely not. I'll do that. Though. Should <laughs> I mention, yeah, you know, uh, I know Steve, maybe I'll mention, yeah, I heard about you on the Stephen Kyle podcast. <laughs> and then they go, well, your name's Kyle. I said, yeah, it's just a coincidence. <laughs> I just happen to listen, and then they get, and then maybe they'll reach out and be like, "Hey, we should advertise." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely happen. Somebody else actually sent me. Um, I think they tweeted at me and said, "Hey, who's the uh, chiropractor that you recommend?" Oh, really? Yeah. Did you pass it off? Yeah. I did. I should gotta get that ad dollars first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, doctor's name is not being revealed on this podcast, right? Until the money starts flowing. Yep. Not for free anyway. Uh-uh. You know, I didn't want to get too far away from it. And I'm not going to bring what we normally do here on this podcast down. But have you thought about next year maybe doubling up because, you know, it'll all be kind of loosey-goosey back there after the finger anyway. You thought about going and getting a colonoscopy or <laughs> just like, yeah, just drop it in while you're back there, Doc. As well, because I just looked at that. That's fifty, right? That says forty-five or earlier. 
Really? So according to that's some hmm. I forget that is the American Cancer Society. Really? With without any risk factors, start screening at that age. So they're saying at that age, fifty for the prostate. So they're way ahead of schedule. But you have high risk. But they said forty five, and they're saying no risk for colon cancer or or minimal risk hmm. at forty five as well. I'm just saying maybe you double dip. You knock them both out of the way. Double dip, huh? That's a yeah. That's a term. <laughs> um, no, I haven't given any thought to that yet. Okay. But, uh, we're 364 days away so but the, i didn't I, the countdown begins maybe uh each week when we start the podcast and i i say the date i can say it's a, a saturday august 29th 2020 year of our lord Stephen kyle podcast three uh t minus 364 days yeah. until penetration how <laughs> <laughs> huh. and then we do that every week you think huh every week yeah, every week. Next 52 weeks. Exciting <laughs> countdown. <laughs> then we're going to forget about it, and you'll just walk in uncomfortable. And go, Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. It wasn't as simple as they made it seem. <laughs> but I, I get this way, Steve, and I don't know if you're even remotely similar. Um, uh, again, th- this podcast is done in a certain way that we typically don't delve into all of the news of the day that's by choice and by the way we do this but i mentioned the colonoscopy as we are Mm -hmm. uh, mere hours removed from the announcement that uh black panther jackie robinson at portrayal Mm -hmm. uh actor chadwick boseman passed away a couple of days ago 43 43 from colon cancer so i don't know if you're like me i always start thinking about it and I'm like, so once it's in your head, yeah. And then I'm like, well, that could be me. Like, I, be. I mean, it's the weird, like you read a book or you see a movie or read articles about, you know, people who have just a bunch of headaches. The next thing you know, like, Hey, you got a balloon in your brain. It's called a tumor. <laughs> right. And like, I always think, man, I've had a lot of headaches lately. And it makes oh, so, me it's, nervous. so it starts getting to like, yes. you don't just think about it. Like maybe I should check that out. You actually think I have that. I, not necessarily that I have that, but it's a heightened concern for me. So I'm sitting here at 33 and no history of colon cancer in my family, mm. but I always worry about these things that probably don't matter, but that, and this is a pretty extraordinary, extraordinary case in mm-hmm. terms of age and stage that it was found yeah. in everything being in his forties or no, found in his thirties. I should yeah, say, like I should thir- say. Yeah. So 30 38 or 39 unbelievable stage three just horrifically sad to find that out but i oh it's always in the back of my mind mm-hmm. and well if you um to hold out for a year maybe yeah. we can get like a two for one you want yeah maybe we call that massage place <laughs> and maybe just have the doc sneak in <laughs> Boop. Go, go up with the camera <laughs> again and that goes along with the, the prostate exam too outdated it's, it's outdated it's You're, a bunch of pervert doctors that are holding on to that. <laughs> like, that's the one thing that they still got. If they need to put a, a, a snake camera up my backside, what did they do 30 years ago? Was it like oh, they the over you, the they shoulder? They saw you in half. <laughs> Was it the over the shoulder camera and they just really <laughs> like angled it in and tried to like, get a good look? Like a cameraman that you see at the football game. <laughs> or was it like two nurses doing like the peel? Oh, God. <laughs> And, nope. the, and the doctor just had a flashlight. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, boy. Well, that concludes uh, Medical Corner, this week's Stephen Kyle podcast. Oh, man. Okay. 
I gotta well, play. Well, Steve, a... I'm I'm thrilled that you're healthy. I am. Th- Thank you. I, and I I eagerly await the outcome. The only question, the only reason I would have to uh, wonder about the sleep thing here is obviously you have a young child, you have an infant yeah. in the house, and I don't, you know. You say you're a heavy sleeper, but still, you know, you never know. You wake up. She wakes you up in the middle of the night. You have to wake up to help Annette with whatever mm. might need helping with. You know, and is that is that a ding on the record? Or do you do have I, to, like, do fill I, out do a... Do I carry my robot with yeah. me? <laughs> or do you have to, like, fill out a form the next day saying, hey, this wasn't a stopped breathing wake up. This was a my daughter was yelling wake yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess um, the doctor did recommend that for those... He said it, it would be either two or three days or two or three nights that I would have to wear this apparatus okay so he recommended he's like just sleep separately for those couple days okay because he said to me sleep on your back mm-hmm. because that's when it's gonna cause like an apnea or whatever sure is what i've been doing like i'm more comfortable sleeping on on my back i'd yeah. rather sleep on my back but because of this i've like trained myself just to sleep on my side and it's not yeah. as comfortable and i wake up and like whatever side i've been sleeping on if it's my my, my right side like my right shoulder and arm are just really sore for like the first couple hours of the day because all my all weight. my weight was on that for the whole night. Yeah. So he's like, just sleep, do yourself a favor, sleep separately, sleep on your back so you won't okay. keep your wife up, but we'll be able to get accurate readings. Yeah. And as we talked about dating as far back as your honeymoon, uh, the romance is dead. Oh yeah, yeah, long dead, long, long dead. dead. Yeah. Got your kid, but uh, but are all let's good. See, what was it that I bought on? My honeymoon. Oh, yeah. I was like garage <laughs> openers. laying in bed, searching for a good door on garage. Door. And look, I got the free Bluetooth speaker. I stand by that purchase. It was a solid purchase. I rushed my case. <laughs> uh, but Steve, we needed to get to something that we teased last week. And uh, in our infinite inability to stay on track and get anything done, we neglected to uh, give an update. And it is another addition. In the long, long line of Steve's Facebook Marketplace oh, yeah. giveaways. I think we need an intro for this. It, we it do. comes up enough. It, uh, yeah, there's enough items that we have given away, you specifically, mm-hmm. that we need some type of introduction that you know kind of segues us into you describing yeah. the crap you've somehow <laughs> given away and gotten out well, of your domicile. I, honestly, the most... the. Uh, the craziest thing about this for me is that I'm still finding crap to give away that because the majority of it has not been mine. Yeah. This is why I feel like you may have gotten, and this is what I may have done was unfair to you. When I said the neighbors were eyeballing you with all the garbage, (laughs) I have a feeling they may have had a track record (laughs) right from the previous owners that they thought, I can't believe this. I got another guy who's stacking garbage everywhere. So I don't what, know though. That's the thing. It's been for the most part, it's been really well hidden. Because yeah. this, I mean, we've been here three years, and I just found this thing a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. But there's a lot to be said about when you're selling a house, right? People come up and yeah. they, you know, they say, "Hey, clean this up." I have a, a house in my parents' neighborhood that went up for sale, and this house, whenever I drive by it, it's the house with six cars in the driveway parked in the lawn. Yeah. Junk Why do everywhere. people do that? Why do people park their cars no on the on the front lawn when you have... That's what your driveway is for. Yeah. I yeah. don't get that. There's we, this, yeah. 
there's this one house right next to take note uh the the garage door house the one whose garage door has been open for mm-hmm. three years like two houses down from them there's a house there they always have a car parked in their in their front lawn and they have a regular like two car wide driveway mm-hmm. that is standard length you could probably fit six cars in that driveway and there's always a car parked on their front lawn i don't get that i'll never i mean i get you know people have project vehicles and and whatever and you know if you had a couple i've kids had project vehicles thing- before i've never parked a car on my front lawn no that's true You've, I mean, even homes with, you know, two kids or three kids and they're all driving type of thing, whatever. Yeah. You, there's, there's room in that driveway or in front of the house. Plenty. So that'll be, uh, that's on the poll as well this week. Are people who park in their yards dirt bags? Yes. Uh, That's the only, that's the fairest way I could think to put it, Steve. (laughs) I really, I thought about it. No other way to put it. I, uh, I even used you know thesaurus and yeah dirt bag was it came up so that's what that's what goes so yeah a couple of weeks ago we were setting up as we talked about last week the cricket corner here crafting corner down mm-hmm. here in, has it been used yet yes yeah. since it's been down here yeah, okay. a couple times a couple times and uh i do is the is the paper tray a new addition paper tray i'm boy, I'm, I'm happy you noticed yeah. that the paper tray is i a spend new a lot of time looking at that corner <laughs> from over here so that is something i would the, notice the so. paper tray is new that was uh brought to brought to us by amazon oh wow so you got so you're buying supplies for the supply corner uh-huh or for the for the supply yeah. desk wow see, uh, see the 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 rolls in the corner yeah yeah you know what that is that, that little that's actually a plastic bag holder from uh from amazon as well now i am surprised you didn't build something yourself for that i thought about it but yeah. then when we found it on amazon for like six bucks i was like why would I spend one minute more? But I could also see you just like collecting your next 10 toilet paper tubes <laughs> and, ta- <laughs> and taping them and then putting the fabric that's or whatever good, over that's the top. A, that's a fantastic idea. That's a money saver right yeah, there. Next time. That. Next time. So, okay. So you were putting so, together the, uh, and we mentioned this last week, what was in Cricket Corner was a bed. Yeah, there was uh, one of those trundle beds mm-hmm. that was from Annette's old house. So I took that apart. And we have a staircase, obviously, to get down into the basement. But underneath the stairs, there's a like a long, narrow closet. So I took the bed all apart. And I was like, oh, perfect. We'll just tuck the bed right into that closet. Mm-hmm. Because the, the eventual plan is when Evelyn outgrows her crib, we move her into a different room assuming that there's another child uh the the child will then take over the room that evelyn's in right now so we're just kind of planning planning long term so we got a bed for uh for the future which is weird for you considering you'll be out of here in a year yeah yeah most likely most likely well i'll forget about it it'll (laughs) it'll be it'll end up in that closet forever you still find yourself looking though i mean obviously you have no intention Uh, of moving do you have like like, alerts for your phone or anything no no no. but i do find like if i'm driving around and i'm like and uh because we we actually last week we had to go somewhere and we came back and it was like oh drive through sorry drive through uh this neighborhood Mm -hmm. i really like a lot of the houses in there and we drove through and these are like $850,000 $850,000 homes like just beautiful on a lake I mean like you see people water skiing and everything Man, okay and it, so I think I know where you were yeah then based on that description so but I mean beautiful homes but sure. yeah we drive through we're like well that's something <laughs> okay keep driving yeah Back that's to, a that's a never yeah yeah it, more so just for like maybe like a design idea you'd be like oh I like the color of that or 
those uh you know whatever that it's the the stone that they have on the front of that house that looks really nice sure so more more just for thinking down the line like oh if we do uh you know if we paint the house one day maybe we'll paint it this color or something so we drove through that neighborhood beautiful so yeah we get we going back to uh, taking everything apart, taking the bed apart, tucking it in the closet. Well, I, we have, we had nothing in this closet. There were like a couple of boxes of APS stuff. Actually, they were the only things that were tucked inside. Oh, really? Yeah, it was anything one, good. Or? Uh, the the black curtain that was hanging up in the back. Oh yeah. Um, all of the little like tchotchke things, like my my mug from the Cheers bar. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's a nice. Uh, I think a Cliffy bobblehead was was in there. Take care of that. Like that thing is signed. <laughs> yeah, that is that was a chunk of change um, for for me. The the sign that we had on the door that said the Stephen Kyle podcast. I had mm-hmm. forgotten all about that. So that's um, that was in there. Just a couple other things. Okay. So I just cleared everything out, swept it out. There was a an old bookcase in there, which I had thought was attached to the wall. Turns out it wasn't because when I was sweeping it. I bumped against it and it kind of rattled a little bit. So I pulled it out so I could sweep behind it. And then I found this thing. I still don't know what it is. It was like two pieces of curvy metal with like other pieces that connect the two curvy pieces. Well, you know, it was gold. I think you're struggling. Uh, Why don't you just read the headline of what you posted it as on Facebook marketplace? Because, pretty accurate <laughs> yeah did you because you of course you were the first person that i i sent this to yeah and yeah i was a bit delayed in in getting the answer from you i was down in uh, louisville uh drinking bourbon right looking down on you so uh it took about a it took a day or so here where is it i right got it there. Don't worry, okay yeah. yeah i got it pulled up right here yep it was um yeah i listed it so i was like well i don't know what this is put it up on facebook marketplace title Curvy gold thing. Free. Free. (laughs) And then if you uh, look at the description, I said, I don't know what this is. (laughs) Message me for address. Free. And you put tags on it for (laughs) thing. Gold. Curvy. (laughs) So... If anybody happened to search marketplace for thing, right, you'd come up. Yeah, it's going to show up. You don't want to miss that big market no. of people who are searching marketplace for thing. Well, there also could be somebody searching marketplace for curvy. You know something? It's going to show up there, too. I don't even know how to describe what I'm looking at. I'm guessing it's about 48 inches tall. Yeah, roughly. By, I don't know. That's probably feet. three feet by three feet, I okay. think. Um, the only thing I can think is that it's something for like curtains, yeah, or like to hang a blanket on or something. Yeah, it's got hooks on the sides and weird uh, beams going up and down to one bent. I mean, it, yeah, listen, this thing's a, a piece of crap. It's <laughs> yeah. what it is. Okay, yeah. it's a literal piece of crap. Yeah, and you throw it on marketplace. Now I do not have an update. This has been a week and a half that you put it on, a little over a week. Yeah. So, Steve, what is the status of Curvy Gold Thing free? Well, you know Curvy Gold Thing found a new home. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> this was a this was a high-traffic marketplace day for me. 
four different pickups this day. Curvy gold thing was picked up. More of our plastic lawn edging was picked up because I had uh, I had so done some left of that. Huh? I had done half of the project a couple okay. weeks ago, and then I finished the other ha- finished the other half of the project that morning. So the the lawn edging was gone, and then the bed that was over here had two. Because remember, it was the trundle bed with like the pull-out mattress on the bottom, mm-hmm. twin size. It had two of the least comfortable twin size mattresses ever. So we thought, okay, eventually this is going to be Evelyn's bed, but it was like sleeping on a board if you were to sleep on it. So we got a couple years. Maybe we'll work in getting her a new mattress in the mean, like before then. So the two mattresses, somebody took those. Somebody because two people paid money for those. Oh my god! Because notoriously, notoriously, mattresses are nearly impossible to get rid of. Yeah. People half the time posting are posting, how can I get rid of these? Mm-hmm. I, you know, without having to pay my trash company and yeah. nobody accepts them because the, 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 the thrift stores, the Goodwills and whatever, yeah, they don't like, take them. They, yeah. They don't want the risk of like bed bugs or anything like Yet that. You sold, sold, sold two of them, two of them. Cause originally I posted both of them mm-hmm. for sale together, for thinking price, somebody okay. would just take it away. And a woman messaged me right away and she said, I just need one of them. Will you separate? And I'm like, yeah, what the hell? I mean, yeah. it's one less that I have to deal yeah, with. Not not time for me to get picky now. <laughs> no. So I sold it to her for $30 and she Venmoed me the money. 20 too much. Yeah. She Venmoed me the money. Uh, I waited out front. She pulled up. I was like, stay in your car. No problem. She you op- loaded it up. She opened the back. I loaded it in and I said, see ya. Now that is unlike you. Because as we know, the man who was cutting your shed in half for six hours, you watched. Yeah. As we know, Wreck, Uh who was loading up vinyl fencing on his Buick, you watched. Yeah. Now, and about two hours later, somebody messaged me about the other one. They showed up. I had it waiting. They Venmoed me the money, too. Before they even got to the house, I had the money in my Venmo. Man. And, um... Guy pulled up, him and his wife. I had the mattress standing up right there out out front of the house. And uh, I handed it over to him. He's like, thanks. Threw it up on top of the car. He already had like a a strap ready. Strapped it down. He was out of there in two minutes. Man, I got to tell you. The more and more, I don't, and I don't know what it is. You're pretty impressed, right? I'm very impressed. I, I mean, the only term I can think of is savant. You've somehow become a master at the art. Of unloading your crap. Yeah. Like, I don't know how. Consistently, too. You haven't Very had re- any failures that are, you know, that I can think of that would be noticeable. You gave away rotted plywood with nails. Okay, I have a test. I have something that I want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. It was left over from the deck. It was just a, like a two by six or a two by eight, probably eight feet long with a ton of rusty nails in it. Mm-hmm. So I have that sitting on the side of the house right now. Mm-hmm. I think what we should do is before you leave, you should take pictures of it. I should take pictures of it. We both post it with our own yeah. title, price, yep. uh, description, and see who gets rid of it first. It'll be the true. All right. Because I'm, I'm going free. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would have gone free too. Piece of lumber, and then and then when if somebody contacts you, 
You can give them the address. Okay. You can tell them, yeah, just pick it up. It's on the side of the house. No knocking necessary. Whatever you do, do not knock well, on the door. you won't be here anyway. That's the thing. I don't like to tell people I'm not going to be here. Oh, then right. it's an open invitation for them to rob the house. Right. Of course. So there's people. It's a Home Alone style party up in here. Look. Don't interrupt. Someone who's showing up at my house to pick up rotted wood with rusty nails. I wouldn't put it past them that they're yeah. going to rob the house. Well, and two, you don't want to see them or look at no, them. No, no, garbage. To them Complete garbage. Just total garbage people. So I'm guessing based on that, did you have any interaction with the individual who came and picked up curvy gold thing free? No interaction whatsoever. Outside of the message. No, nope, no interaction at all. What was um, the time frame? Was this the only person who pursued the curvy gold thing there, free? There were a couple messages. Uh, probably three, I think. What do you think the odds are that somebody that the person who bought it is literally just hoping there's actual gold <laughs> and that they can sell it? The only thing I'm assuming is that the person that picked it up is a scrapper. Like they pick up sure uh, scrap metal. But you have to if you see that picture, it's not worth the gas to drive no, no, here to thing, get it. This thing was I mean, you could pick it up with one finger like it. Yeah. Was, I mean, it, it was light. So the money that you could possibly get by scrap wouldn't be... I'm so fascinated the by The juice where, isn't worth the squeeze, as yes, they say. I'm so fascinated by the people who seem to repurpose literal garbage at their own homes. Yeah, there's, um, like there's a guy that has come here twice. When we first moved in, we got rid of the fridge that was here. Actually, three times. The fridge, the stove, and the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. We replaced them over the course of, like, the first year of living here. Yep. And there's this one guy he always posts on Marketplace. Is his name Corey? It is. Yeah, he moved. Oh, where'd he go? Man, no, there's no scrap guy here anymore. Oh, no. There is, just not as good as Corey. Corey? And the only reason I mentioned Corey's first name is because that man is the equivalent of scrapping as you are to giveaways on Facebook. He's incredible. He w- it- You message him. He's at your house within five minutes. I have no idea where he lives or if he lives anywhere other than on the road. And the shocking thing is he's a normal looking guy. Like he doesn't have a peg leg. He's not uh, blind. He doesn't have an eye patch. He's just a regular like mid thirties dude who shows up and he scraps all your stuff. He loaded up my old washer dryer. I don't even know if I had to help him. How much do you think he makes off of that? Because it's got to be like it has to be worth it. And does he have to take it all apart? No, I mean you've done it, Steve. You would have a, a little more insight than than the most than more of us on this front. You've brought some stuff to the scrapyard. Right. We, we famously told the story. What was it three years ago that you brought all of on this my garage stuff, doors, and it was like sixteen bucks. Oh, I wish. I think it was eight bucks. Was it? Yeah. But then you turned but around a couple was... of weeks ago and brought. Yeah. What was it there? And you got ten to fifteen dollars yeah. out of it, right? But I think. See, anytime I've been to the scrapyard, though, it's always been like I have a scrap of steel. Yeah. I'm, like with a with a stove or something or with a refrigerator. Like there's there's lots of other stuff in there. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. plastic. And like, I get do the you impression just... he doesn't because when I I forget what the first thing he took away was. And it may have been no, because I sold my wash dryer. I forget. It may have been a dishwasher. There was some type of hookup. 
that they don't accept at the scrapyard without a fee. Oh, okay. So I paid him five dollars or something like that. Okay. To pay for, to cover that fee, it may have been a refrigerator. I don't. But it's go within seconds. I feel like he lives like he lives like an ambulance. <laughs> like he's just constantly roaming, waiting for a message to come through on right. his phone. Yeah. Saying scrap, and then he's just there. Just imagine if I teamed up with Corey. Oh my God, you guys would be millionaires. <laughs> So yeah, that was a that was a big uh, a big giveaway a big giveaway day or a big sale day too. Like I said, four different people at my house in like a twelve hour span picking up stuff. Do you feel like you're you're near or at the bottom of the scrap heap, the literal scrap heap of giveaway stuff in this house? I would have thought that a year and a half ago. But are there um, nooks and crannies that you haven't been able to look? I don't at? think I mean, so. I really of, don't. A lot of the literal garbage was under the deck that is now mm-hmm. gone and rebuilt and all that stuff. A lot of it was out behind the old shed, which yep. is gone. Remember, I found like that old stationary exercise bike. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think most of it's gone. You moved into like, the house is so nice. You moved into a crappy house. <laughs> it was um, it was a bit of a hoarder's paradise. Yeah, it was like here. this constant like, Hey, we've got all this stuff. I'll ah, just tuck it under the deck. Oh, we've got all this stuff. I'll ah, throw it behind the shed. A stationary bike? Yeah, let's throw it behind <laughs> the shed. Like, so we- yeah. not The weeds will cover it. Yeah. Forgetting the shed in general was already a piece of crap. Like, yeah. what a crazy yeah. way that this old family had lived. Yeah. Hey, son, come down here and help your old man lift the stationary bike out to the backyard. <laughs> right. I mean... Like just put at least put it out at the curb with a sign on that says free. Yeah. Somebody's gonna take it just, just for just for scrap. Just an odd way to Dude, live. I just remembered mm-hmm. an interaction that I had that you're gonna be extremely interested in that okay. we need to get to. Okay. You may remember a couple of years ago, this is probably two years ago. I mean, I know that you're gonna remember it because this is what introduced us to the birders. Okay. The preeminent birder in the county. The preeminent birder in the county. Not to be confused with the coward of the county. (laughs) Right. Now, do you remember how that whole interaction went down? Now, that was something related to your back fence line. Was it tree related? Yes. It was tree related. He uh, wanted to uh, cut down some trees that were back there, right? There's a line. It's very strange if you look at it. There's a line of like a perfectly straight line of six trees planted exact like, you know, four feet apart. Just in a line. Three of them are on my side of the fence. Three of them are on their side of the fence. Okay. I don't know what happened to them, but they're all dead. It looks like three. Te- it looks like six straight telephone poles sticking up in a row. And um, honestly, I would have never really noticed them. The only time I see them is in the winter when all of the other leaves are off all of the other trees. Yeah. But I don't think anything of it. They're far enough from my house where if they fall, they're not going to hit my house. But they will hit his house. So a couple of years ago, a, uh, a bearded man knocked on the door, yep. introduced himself. Introduced himself as spouse of birder. <laughs> he said, I live directly behind you. Um, I don't know how it came up that his wife was the preeminent birder in the county, but it did. And he said, I want to get some trees taken down, but I wanted to ask you first if you wanted to get yours taken down too, because they're all dead. And, um, so if we, if we do it at the same time, probably get a little bit better deal on it, split the cost, blah, blah, blah. 
So the conversation with me ended with me saying, sounds good. Like, get, get the estimate. Let me know. And then he wrote down his name and phone number and gave it to me. And he, then he said, okay, well, yeah, just uh, let me know. And I was like, well, that ended weird because you're the one that wants these taken down. Yeah. Did I'm he not, misinterpret I don't, how that was supposed I to didn't, go? Or? I had no idea. But I remember him saying, yeah, the last time we had to get some trees of this size taken down, it was about, each tree was about $500. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Like, I want to be a good neighbor, but I'm not spending $1,500 to get trees taken down that yeah, aren't, not that they're not affecting a... me at all. Like, I, I don't want a tr- I don't want a tree from my yard to fall on your house yeah. because then, you know, it's on me, but, uh, okay. So I just did nothing because I figured the onus was on him. Mm-hmm. Didn't think anything of it for two years. The other day, there's a knock at my door. I go out, and I instantly recognize him. I said, husband of Burner. Burner husband, how are you? <laughs> and um, Just a very quick update. Uh, preeminent Burner in the county. Hasn't been out in six days. Oh. And she saw one species in her home yard <gasps> six days ago. I wonder if it was actually our yard, and they were looking at our bird hotel. Oh, she's a hack. <laughs> she's a hack! This whole idea that she's a, a top birder in the county. She hasn't been out in six days. She saw one species in her backyard. Probably when she was out for a smoke to go get the mail. <laughs> what a joke. We talked about her, the rival couple. They were out the day after. The oh day boy. after that. Twice the day after that. They took... Uh, nope, the day after that. They've been out every single day this week, Steve, mm. seeing different species of bird, and this loser idiot is staring at your birdhouse from her yard and saying that she's a bird... Uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Um, it's it's embarrassing. So, so husband of birder husband shows of birder up on your porch. Knocks on the door. I instantly recognize him. And um, so he says... Now, remember... Uh, two years ago, this was going to cost me like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, five hundred a piece. Five hundred a piece for yeah. three trees. Um, I dare argue so, that's too much. So he said to me, he said, "Hey, uh, it was kind of like the hey, do you remember me? Like we've mm-hmm. had." I said, "Yeah, yeah, from from in the back, birder, yeah, birder husband. Yeah, I remember yeah, you. Wife staring at beaks." He said, uh, "I just want to let you know, I'm going to get those trees taken down." And I said, "Oh, okay." His does he mean like his? Well, tree? he said he he said I'm going to get the trees taken down in my yard, and I said, oh okay, all right, great. And then he said, and um, they'll take down the three in your yard as well. And I said, okay. And he said, for fifty five dollars a piece. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, uh, like five five. 55 so 165 dollars total yeah for three dead trees to be taken out of my yard yeah and he said yeah he said i don't think you're gonna get a better deal than that and i oh, was like oh you don't think <laughs> I, said, I said no no i don't either because uh like we've had some we when we first moved in moved in a couple of years ago we had to get some dead stuff hauled out and everything uh i was like yeah well so $165? And he said, yeah. I was like, where do I sign? What do I do? What do you need? Do you need to get into my yard? Do they need yeah. to get into my yard? Cool. Let's do it. 
So he just said, uh, he's like, all right, let me, let me get your, your phone number and I'll, I'll just call you when I know when they're going to be here. And I think that he said that they were just going to take down the section of fence in between our two yards. So they wouldn't have to go through our yard. I said, yeah, just give me, give me like 24 hours heads up if you can. And I'll, you know, drop the dogs off at a dog sitter for the day. So they don't bug you out there and, uh, tell me who to give $165 to. Wow. So I think I wore him down over these two years. Like every day he woke up and he stared at his phone. Today's going to be the day he calls. And he obviously just, and and then he'd look at his phone and he'd look out his backyard and he'd see that line of six trees and he would get angry. Yeah. Because birds don't live in dead trees. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. So, wow. So do you think, do you think he was juicing you? Back in two years ago, thought he could get the young kid he, for a few quick bucks. Because what he said didn't really make sense to me. He said that, yeah, you know, they said that it would just be uh, a little bit more because they'd already have their equipment out here anyway. And I'm like, well, when you pay to get trees cut down, like you're not paying for the because of the hassle it is for the equipment. Like, no, that's a tough like they got to climb trees and like cut or bring. Absolutely. Because they're not going to bring a bucket truck into his backyard or anything. Because I've seen, I mean, it, we've walked around the block before, so I know what the front of it, like, there's no way to get a huge truck back into his yard. And so, I don't know, but I was like, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's, uh, like, I wanted to high five him. I mean, granted, I, I don't, I I don't want to just, I don't want to just spend $165, but if I know that I don't have to have these interactions again, that's kind of worth it. I got to tell you. I think he was trying to rip you off. You a think couple. so? I do. I think. Well, he had his he opportunity. You would be willing to pay, to foot the bill for the entire project. You and I have talked about this too. So three you think? R- so you think he was going to be like, yeah, it's three thousand dollars, and I mean, half of them are yours. So yeah. you can just cut me the check, and then yeah. I'll pay. I mean, I don't know because you seems and I like had- a nice old man. Yeah. You and I have but he did about lie about the birder thing. Yes, he did. So, I yeah, mean, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a liar. Yeah, he's already got one one check mark in the lie column. You and I have, I believe, talked about this, about getting quotes for trees and stuff being removed. And how tree removal quotes, I've never seen quotes vary so wildly. Yeah. So wildly from way too cheap to like, somebody are you say, insane? Yeah, somebody will say $55. Yeah. And then someone else will say three grand. And... That's the only thing is if he got the one quote, decided to walk that over to you. Yeah. Say this is what it's going to cost. That's the only possibility mm-hmm. of him not being a total scam artist. So what I need to do is uh, the day before these people come out to cut these trees down, I need to call my insurance company. Mm-hmm. Make sure my homeowners is paid in full because he obviously hired like Jojo the Circus Idiot Tree Company. Yeah. It's going to be a guy who is renting a chainsaw <laughs> or a guy that parks his truck in front of birder's house. Yeah. Takes a long rope, ties it to the tree, runs it, you know, through the fence to his truck, ties it around the bumper. Yeah. And then just hops in and hits the gas. Yeah. Reminiscent <laughs> of snaps it off. Reminiscent of hillbilly teeth removal. Right. You know, yeah. but for a tree. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's, so, you know, the bumper's going to rip off, and he's mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, man, my dad's truck, I ruined it. Yeah. Because everything, none of that stuff is his. Right. 
I, I can't wait. Now I need to. I need you. So it's happening. It's going down. I need you to be like a hawk through this situation. Get oh, a, oh, you get know com- me. Come on, you know me. I love knowing what's going on in the neighborhood. Get a company. I'm going to be name. out there. I'm going to be standing out there with a, you know, my cup of my my drink in my hand. Yeah. Gee, you're going with a. Is that a twelve horse chainsaw? Is that a Husqvarna? You got to get a get a company name so maybe you can seek like make sure they're reputable even as they're doing it just yeah. to see like you know hey are they known for being cheap or are they known for doing good work at affordable rates yeah. okay it's happening maybe this spurs a relationship with you and the fake well, look, maybe when that fence is down we'll just decide you know this is nice let's just keep this down i'm sure you, good fences make good neighbors as they seems say like you and those retired uh birders behind you are going to have a lot to uh, a lot to talk about uh steve we are we are running late we have to get to something though because any excuse to play the intro music for viewer mail time is a good reason hey folks viewer mail time again oh here's one from sally age 14 oh what's sally sent dear pig (laughs) thank you once again sally uh this this showed up to the radio station earlier in the week i purposely did not open it it's a big box uh specifically addressed to the steve and kyle podcast yeah okay i think i know what this is steve what is this the uh this might be the stuff from uh you know the ad we ran oh the big uh, the big hot ad okay me, uh, open her up open here her up. that's a yeah what do we got okay is it the hey, King of Staten Island stuff? The King of Staten Island. All right. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Look at that. So this is a box in a box. Already oh, box some, in a box. I love uh, it. Wasteful packaging. Yeah, very much. Very much so. I need some help with that. Let me get that Can't wait around. because we have been waiting on this check for a while. Oh, yeah. Let's see how much. I mean, I'm assuming that this we're going to open it up and it's going to be like... It's a novelty in, check. In the, no, no, no. Like in the uh, bank heist movies where it's basically a briefcase filled with money. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it's we got that finally shape. sold out and we're finally getting paid. Yeah. Okay. All right. Not, not so much yet. Paperwork. Okay. Okay. Uh, Maybe it's at the channel your channel your inner king of Staten Island. Probably at the bottom. Yeah, probably. They don't want you know burglars to see it. <laughs> All right. So we got a looks like hey, a, a really nice uh, a really nice I, I for, like a steel like yeah a, a thermos a, yeah thermos look at that FDNY that looks nice is there something in there paper in there describing the thermos <laughs> it uh, does thermos things It'll be on eBay in okay. an hour alright let's see what this is free hand ink your own personal masterpiece I don't know what this is really trying to find oh, oh looks like uh, it's like temporary tattoos okay well we're not sick so we'll find another use for those I'm assuming that's uh, in honor of Pete Davidson who has uh, many many tattoos uh, I, I gotta tell you Steve <laughs> if you want to keep looking for the uh, cash the, the, the cash okay, is that no, it? it must be in here in this envelope paper payment there hey look at this though huh what's that Nice hooded sweatshirt. Oh boy, that looks massive. Oh, 
Oh, this is cool. Look at this. The King of Staten Island. Money? Looks, looks like some original artwork. Okay. That'll go up in APS 4.0 in 2020 never. There's a lot of... <laughs> A lot of the, like, you'd put in an Easter basket? Yeah. Like, oh, unnecessary. That, that fuzzy, uh, papery. Yeah. Okay, so the money must be under... Well, here's our Blu-ray copy. Okay. Of, uh, of the movie. All right. There's a card. I think. Nope. More, uh, more ink. <laughs> or fake ink. <laughs> Cash? What's this? What's this? Hey, a hat! Wait a minute. You mean there's two of us and they only sent one DVD? There's a hat! FDNY. FD yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, more, more temporary tattoos. Oh, this is nice. It's a temporary tattoo of a cat's butthole. Ah. Okay. I guess I haven't seen the movie. Don't know if I'm interested. Yeah, well, it's the poster. All right. Oh, no way. <laughs> <I> forgot. <sighs> so... Hey folks, viewer mail time again. Oh, here's one from Sally, age 14. <clears throat> Dear Pig. Invisible ink check. Hmm. Written on there, they're going to wire us the money? Or? Oh boy, they, um, they did send paperwork that tells you about the benefits of a temporary tattoo. Would you like to hear them? No. Looks like a permanent tattoo. Lasts way longer than a temporary tattoo. Commit only for a short time. Effortless and painless. No age restrictions. Oh, good. So they're basically telling us that we should put tattoos on our children. It's an email about the missing payment. The lack of cash. And somehow the Stephen Kyle podcast stays in the red. Steve. <laughs> oh, my apologies. My apologies. It's time for... Kenny Rogers. Fact of the week. You've got to know when to hold up. Fact of the week. Know when to fold them. <laughs> Steve, it's time for that lovely period every week here where we give you a Kenny Rogers fact as long as he is, uh, you know, as long as the the main, the lamestream media is, you know, proposing the idea that he's actually gone. We're going to keep the spirit of Kenny Rogers alive. Of course. This week, it might seem like a simple fact on its surface, Steve, but... It shouldn't be any surprise that Kenny Rogers has been inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. I believe the the award is named after him. So maybe somebody has a good reason why the legendary crooner Kenny Rogers was inducted in the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2013. Seems a bit late unacceptably late mm -hmm. when was and again i'm i refuse to defame the memory and spirit of of uh, not sorry not the memory of the last time we saw him mm -hmm. of kenny rogers i would argue his last hit was probably closer to when he started his career than 2013 right i would assume so probably sometime in the 70s he said that his two elder sons so not those goofy looking twins i don't think <laughs> of mongrels man 
thought he had been inducted already and didn't know that he wasn't. Huh. So when he was finally announced uh, and he's talking to reporters, he broke down in tears because he was so happy to finally oh, be inducted. A, that's a beautiful, beautiful Is that, story. That, that's a simply an oversight, right? Like they got to 2012 or 23. Like, oh, my God. I can't what believe have we, done? we haven't brought. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Florida Georgia line. Or yeah. There or yeah. You've got a you've got an eighteen year old kid who has one hit getting inducted into the Grand Ole Opry, mm-hmm. and Kenny Rogers in his seventies hadn't been inducted into the yeah. Country Music Hall of Fame. It should have been named after him. Ugh. You bunch of heathens. That is disappointing. That was the Kenny Rogers. Fact of the week. You've got Rogers. to know when to hold up. Fact of the week. No end of photo. Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Mm. Miss that man, but I don't because he's. Um, oh, we miss seeing him. Because yeah, he's in hiding. Uh, yeah, he's been been tucked away because of coronavirus. Doesn't want to get sick. Of course. Uh, you can't blame him, you know? Not one bit. Safety first, Steve. So we got a bunch of web polls up on Twitter at Steve and Kyle. Unfortunately, not Facebook. Yeah, and uh, a bunch of crap in a box. <laughs> lack of money. Uh, we need to figure out. Uh, details next week yes. on how you can win the Blu-ray copy. All kidding aside, you know, thank you very much to the King of Staten Island for. Yeah. We're joking for giving these. Uh, we knew there was no money. Yeah. Well, I mean, we hoped that there would still be money. You always hope. You always hope. It's like when you get a birthday card and you're in your mid thirties and you open it up, you're like, maybe. I mean, I'm not expecting anything, yeah. but maybe there's going to be like a twenty tucked in here. There was no 20 tucked in the box, but that's all right. No, not this time. But yeah, details. We'll give you details next week. Uh, We'll do it on social media, too. Yeah, we have to Um, get into our acceptance videos for when we inevitably win at the podcast awards. We do have to do that. That's one month. Coming up soon. Coming up very soon. Details on a live stream that you can watch along with us or Mm -hmm. watch us watch it. So uh, a lot to get to next week. More stuff that we didn't get to this week. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we really got to anything that we were supposed to get to. Nothing. No. All right, so I'm just going to delete all of that stuff because it's going to be way outdated. Fast Five coming next week. (laughs) Talk to you next week. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.